0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here, as always, on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade, J.J. Williams. And today we're going to be taking a look at the sequel to yesterday's film, the 1980-2006 Superman 2: The Donner Cut, starring Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman, Ned Beatty, Jackie Cooper, Sarah Douglas, Margot Kidder, Jack O'Halloran, and Terrence Stamp. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. And like I said during the introduction, today we're going to take a look at the controversial Superman 2, the Donner Cut version, not the theatrical Richard Lester version, which I may get to, at some point here. Today, we're going to take a look at the Donner Cut, because from my research, from what I've read, from what I've been told by Superman fans, Superman 1 and 2 were supposed to be like a cohesive story. So, since Richard Donner did the original, it only makes sense to take a look at his vision for the sequel to help kind of complete that story. Makes sense? Let's get into it. Now once again, our movie opens on the planet of Krypton just before its destruction as the criminals General Zod, Ursa, and Nan are sentenced to eternal banishment inside of the Phantom Zone by Jor-El for the crimes of insurrection and murder, amongst other crimes. Thirty years later, as Superman diverts a missile into outer space, During the events of the first film, the missile frees the three kryptoniums from inside the phantom zone. Back at the Daily Planet in Metropolis, Lois Lane begins to suspect that Clark Kent is, in fact, Superman. So she tests her theory by jumping out of a nearby window, only to have Clark use his powers to save her with it seeming as if he has done nothing. Meanwhile, with the assistance of Eve Tesmacher, Lex Luthor is able to escape from prison, abandoning Otis in the process. Lex and Tesmacher find and infiltrate Superman's fortress of solitude and learn of the impending doom to be brought on by General Zod. Lex resolves to meet Zod and begins to track him. On the moon, Zod, Ursa, and Nan discover that they have superpowers due to the Earth's yellow sun and they ruthlessly kill a group of astronauts. Perry White, the editor-in-chief of the Metropolis Daily Planet newspaper has Lois and Clark pose as newlyweds to investigate a honeymoon suite scam at Niagara Falls. Superman's appearance and rescue of a small boy renews Lois's suspicions, and she tricks Clark into admitting that he is, in fact, Superman with a loaded gun with blank rounds. Superman then takes Lois to his Fortress of Solitude, where the two spend a romantic night together. While all this is happening, Zod, Ursa, and Non arrive on Earth and conquer a small town in Idaho. When the Kryptonians learn that the military only takes orders from the President of the United States, they fly to Washington, D.C., and take over the White House. Superman, who is unaware of Zod's release from the Phantom Zone, as well as his subsequent rampage, decides to transform himself into a human and remove all of his superpowers by exposing himself to red Kryptonian sunlight inside of a crystal chamber. On their way back to Metropolis, Lois and Clark stop at a diner where Clark gets beaten up by an obnoxious trucker and learns of Zod's conquest of the world. Realizing that humanity is helpless, Clark returns to the fortress to reverse the transformation. Having anticipated this, Jarrell's artificial intelligence reveals that it has been programmed to deal with the situation by sacrificing all the remaining Kryptonian energy that it needs to operate. In order to restore Clark's superpowers, it must be joined with him, fulfilling the Kryptonian prophecy concerning the father becomes the son, the son becomes the father, and rendering the fortress of solitude inoperable. Lex arrives at the White House and begins to negotiate with General Zod, Lex says that in return for Australia, he will give General Zod information about the son of Jor-El. Lex tells Zod that Superman is the son of Jor-El and that he knows how to find him. Lex takes the three Kryptonians to Metropolis in order to kidnap Lois Lane as bait for Superman. Superman arrives, of course, and a fight ensues all over Metropolis. And after saving a bus full of civilians, Superman realizes that he cannot win. So he flies to his fortress with Zod, Ursa, and Nan in pursuit, bringing along Lois and Lex with them. Bringing along Lois and Lex with the three of them. Once at the fortress, Luther shows Zod, the chamber, that stripped Superman of his powers, and Zod forces Superman to enter the chamber and once again undergo the process. When he emerges from the chamber, Superman fakes defeat until he reveals by crushing Zod's hand that he altered the chamber, removing the Kryptonian criminal's powers while protecting his own. As a result of being powerless, Zod, Ursa, and Nan are quickly dispatched. Superman then destroys the Fortress of Solitude with his heat vision and then returns Lois to her apartment where she wishes him a tearful goodbye, realizing that she can never be with him. In order to undo everything that has transpired, Superman spins the earth in reverse back in time, restoring the past few days and placing Zod, Ursa, and Nan back into the Phantom Zone. Clark returns to work the following day as Lois and Perry experience a slight case of deja vu. And our movie ends with Clark revisiting the diner with the obnoxious trucker and teaching him a lesson in humility. I didn't really know what to think about this film going into it because of what everyone had told me about the Lester cut, the Donner cut, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I sat back watching it, and once again I was thoroughly entertained. There there's something about the chemistry between Christopher Reeve and Margot Kidder, and Christopher Reeve and Gene Hackman. That just really compels me to keep wanting to see what happens next. I think that that whole dichotomy of those three players really has helped pull the two movies along. And I am curious to see where the stories go in three and four. Even though I have been forewarned that they're not as good as these two. So... I'm going into them with open minds, and we'll talk about Superman 3 tomorrow and Superman 4 in a couple of days. But Superman 2, I really thought was a good story. I liked how they went back to the beginning of Superman, where, you know, in in the first movie, we had the criminals being tried, the discovery of the destruction of the planet placing kal onto the ship and sending him to Earth. And then we picked up that story. Here we went back to that and we showed kind of what happened to the criminals and their story taking off from the destruction of the planet, essentially, after being tried for their crimes and placed into the fandom zone. And then tying the two films together through the events of the climax of the first film, I thought was a really good way to kind of merge the two stories to kind of, you know, two sides of the same coin, essentially. I thoroughly enjoyed this film. Um, much like yesterday, I don't feel like I can give anything higher than a four-star rating, considering it's my first time saying these films. So for this one, for Superman to The Donner Cut, I am, in fact, going to give at a four-star rating. I thoroughly enjoyed it that much. I liked the, the detective work that Lois used to determine that Clark was Superman. You know, seeing the photograph in the newspaper and kind of drawing the hat and the suit on him and seeing the striking similarities between the two and then using a gun, albeit with blanks, to trick Clark into revealing the fact that he is Superman, sheer genius. I do wish that they hadn't gone backwards in time so that Lois would still have memory of the fact that Clark is Superman. But again, you got to protect your alter ego. You got to protect your secret identity. So I get that and I understand that. Four stars out of five. What do you guys think of the Donner Cut? Let me know. If you guys are watching along with the premiere, Leave your thoughts and comments over here. If you're watching alone on demand later in the day, leave your thoughts and comments down here. Whatever you do, though, when you get out there on social media, let's try to get those hashtags trending. Hashtag 18 Studios. Hashtag Renegade Reviews. Hashtag Renegade Returns. And, of course, the ever-popular hashtag shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, Merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. When we take a look at the third chapter in the man from Krypton's story, Superman 3. You're not going to want to miss out tomorrow. Right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. When I take a look at this film, once again, for the first time, much as all these Superman films are for me, the only one that I recall having seen before, start to finish, is The Quest for Peace and, of course, Man of Steel. But as far as these old Christopher Reeve ones, Part 4 is the only one I have any recollection of, but it's been so long since I've seen it, it'll be like seeing it for the first time again. But I digress. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for Superman 3 right here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. Right here on an all-new episode of Renegades Reviews. To all my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in for the premiere, leaving your thoughts and comments over here, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. Likewise, all my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in a little bit later in the day, watching on demand leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate all my loyal fans and viewers that tune in on a regular basis. Show me that love and support. Thank you very much for watching, and I will see you guys next time.